This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. These are the guys behind the glass. Even Windex and a paper towel can't handle these hot takes. These are the guys behind the glass. All right, we're the guys behind the glass. Back uh, after a bit of a hiatus here, obviously yeah. the holiday break. Um, but we're back, episode 92, 2024, baby. I know, we're into the new year. How about that? Uh, how are we feeling? 2024. Listen, feeling all right. I mean, good vibes I, this year. Yeah, it's a lot like you know, it's a lot like a birthday. It's like you know, you turn 26 or whatever it is. But people always asking, do you feel a year older? Yeah. What's your answer to that? No. No, I you feel just feel exactly like a person. The same as I did on December 31st, 2023. Yeah. You know, I think this will be the year. I turn 26 this year, where I'm gonna feel old. Yeah. Like I, I've already prepared myself for that feeling. I love being 25. I was cool with staying at 23. Yeah, being 26, be right. I just don't want to be closer to 30. But, you know, it is what it is. You'll be all right. I actually do want to correct one thing. I was wickedly hammered on New Year's Eve, so I did okay. feel actually different in 2024 as opposed to 2023. Gotcha. I was just wickedly hungover yeah. on yeah. New Year's as, Day. As you should be. Right. So I didn't feel great to start off the new year. Uh as I feel like most people probably didn't feel great. No, no, I wouldn't think so. Um, Especially if people who don't get kisses at midnight. Right. No, so no, not even talking about drinking. So add yeah. to the element of drinking yeah. and not getting a kiss at midnight. It's actually, you're just a miserable yeah. bastard going to the Whoever put that together where it's like heading into the new year, I want to like kiss. And then everybody mm -hmm. does the whole kiss thing. Um, no. You've ruined the new year for a lot of people, whoever yeah. decided to start yeah, doing it. It's unfortunate that. because uh, there's a lot of people that aren't in happy you know, relationships. No. That aren't engaged. In but I'm saying some people, maybe they have like a mission to kiss a specific person. Maybe oh, they're that, not that, in a like relationship in, and they didn't get to or they kiss oh, somebody else. Oh, that's man. tough. You're setting people up for failure to start the but year. I'm sorry. No, okay, but there's nobody to blame in, your, in that situation but yourself. I guess so. just Why? Just because it's New Year's Eve? That's yeah. the night you're going to go out and kiss that girl that you always wanted to kiss? Yeah. No. It no. Should, it should be but it's a, But it's a good setup. You know, yeah, like it's sure. it's for sh like it's something it's you a, can aim for. Excuse, yeah. totally, totally. Yeah. If I don't do this by New Year's Eve, I'm I'm doing it on New Year's Eve. Right, that's for sure. That's my deadline. But if you didn't get it done, you didn't get it done. There's nobody to blame but yourself. You can't just blame the holiday for creating this stigma, and that's why you didn't get the job done. Yeah, no, I get it. So, what's your stance on uh, New Year's resolutions? I don't have any. I don't have any either. I just I I'd like I'd like to I'd like to be more positive with like. Um, you know, like it sounds so fucking stupid, and it's gonna sound so like so not corny. Like, no, not even gonna sound it. horny. It's just gonna sound very, you know. Say horny or corny. I said corny. Oh, corny, and it's not gonna sound. Either. Well, no, it'll sound corny. <laughs> okay, okay. It won't sound horny. Not horny. Okay. No, but uh, you know, like I'm trying, I'm trying to like shed. I don't know, like ten to fifteen pounds. Aren't we all? Totally. January first. But I'm genuinely trying to. All gyms are packed. Yeah. I'm genuinely, dude. I have a wedding in a, in, in ten yeah, months this year. Now I can say it's this year, yeah. and uh, I haven't really got it going. I haven't hit the ground running. I went to no. I went to Disney this past week, which is why there was no episode, by the way. Yeah. Um. And last week there was a bunch of stuff going on. Anyway, two weeks without an episode. I go away to Florida to Disney, and I ate like an asshole. Yeah, me too. I ate like an asshole all week. I gained five pounds last week. Chicken fingers, yeah. burgers. Yeah. I went to Rainforest Cafe and ate everything in sight. Yeah, and that shit ain't cheap, bro. You're paying for I'm, that. Yeah, I'm disgusted. Like, I was home all week. My parents, my dad's just a killer cook. So, like, one night we made shepherd's pie. Another night we made, like, fucking paella. Another night we, like, ordered in just Italian. We got lazy. Obviously, on Christmas, being a Jewish family, we ordered Chinese food. So, like, <laughs> yeah. all week, I'm, like, I'm, I was eating, like, a piece. Like a piece. Of, dude, like, it, just a piece it's, again. You know, it's great when you're not noticing how much you're eating and yeah. how on cloud nine you are. But the second you start to notice... Mm -hmm. Like as you're eating the food, you're like, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. You you've never it's it's yeah. I've never been more rock bottom than being self aware of how much I'm eating. I don't usually weigh myself, but like my parents have a scale mm -hmm. right in front of their bathroom. So you almost so like have every, to every, every time you take every a piss. Every time I would take a piss. Every yeah. time I shower, especially because I'd be in the need. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Take a quick dump and you've lost three pounds, <laughs> and you're like, look at me. Those are the best. Yeah, but yeah. those don't really count. Don't count at all. <laughs> Not at all. Like if you you're know, doing a weigh in, right? You gotta be first of all either like. 
fully nude if you want to do the thing. Mm-hmm. Or obviously just, no, under, fully nude. just underwear. Yeah. If you want, you know, if you want to keep it clean. Because then you find yourself, like, I do fully clothes sometimes, and I'll be like, yeah, but I'm wearing Yeah, five. but I'm, I'm wearing, wearing, like, six My Air Force clothes. Ones are, like, two pounds, right. you know? <laughs> like, Make excuses for yourself, but I'd like to get down. Like, I like I clocked in at fucking 205 last week, dude. Yeah. And that's oh, unacceptable. Man. Like, I need to be at least, like, at most 195. How much would you say I weigh? Uh, You look to me like 215. Thank you, but no. Really? Yeah. But you're a slim big guy. A little bit. You're like a slimmer big guy. Yeah. Like, you take care of yourself. You fucking go boxing every day at 4.30 in the goddamn morning. Dude, I lost it after Disney. Did you? Yeah. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. It would be sporadic. Like, I'm telling you, like, when I told you I go every day. (laughs) You lied. (laughs) I didn't lie. It's because my head is like, the plan is to go every day. But it would be sporadically acts Uh, of motivation. fucking lied. (laughs) Maybe I did. Maybe I did. That's okay. No, but, like, that's what I try to do. But obviously, then I went to Disney. So you lose all of it. Right. And I'm going to have to start waking up at four again. I was going to start this week. But, like, I I have the little sniffles. That's fine, man. Dude, every time I go back to the gym, I get sick. You're not training Every time. Like, except for your wedding. Yeah, yeah, get get some cardio in. But that's just really like if you're trying to lose. I, I don't know, actually like probably boxing a bag is a good way of losing weight. Yeah, so, but and you also get winded in like ten minutes. Right, I don't think that's you're gonna. Thing. So it's a quick in and out. Maybe right. lift a weight or two. But you're lowballing my weight. Well, are you comfortable with saying how much you weigh? I'm not offended. No. Okay, go for it. I want you to like take another guess. All right, and then I'll then I'll give it to you. If you were like blown away two fifteen, I'll go up to two thirty. I'm like two forty, two forty five on a good like two forty on a good day. You're just—I haven't weighed myself in a very you're long just time. A hefty guy, like you're yeah, a husky I know. Hefty guy. I know. I don't want to be. But you've always—you've probably always been this way. This yeah. is just your build. I, have, I don't want this build anymore. Well, what are you gonna do? Take Ozempic? Listen, New Year. Yeah, maybe. Honestly, not, Dude, honestly, not the worst thing in the world. Like, can I somebody a, tell me that? Like the like not <laughs> the side, side effects, effects. Not side effects. I know those are probably bad. I don't know them. Are but they, tell me what these side effects do to you. That's so bad. I'm look. I'm watching Post Malone over here. Is Garrett probably? Yeah. Uh, we don't know. It's not confirmed or denied. But he's as skinny as can be. And he looks fantastic. And this dude smokes and drinks beer all day. Most medications, you watch an infomercial at the end, they got the fast talking guy that lists all the side yeah, effects. Yeah, do you he's listen go- to the Ozempic one? Well, he's going on for like three minutes. The Ozempic one's like five seconds long. Wait, so there's not a lot? There's not a lot. Oh, dude. Should I'm we telling like, you, man. Maybe I got to do a little bit more homework. I don't know where like the general society stands on Ozempic, right. but Big Joe did. It's Ozempic. either that or you go back on like Adderall. Fatcho, 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 excuse me. You either do that Big or you Joe. go back on Adderall. Adderall does the same exact thing. <laughs> no, Adderall. Except I think it takes longer. But yeah. no, and, but I, and it makes you feel like you're, you know. No, but I think our people people are doing the uh, Ozempic thing. Yeah. And I don't want to cheat, though. That's not the way I, I don't want to cheat life. either, but it's fucking. I, I'm just tired of seeing all these people's, tra- like, I see a lot of transformations on, like, my Instagram timeline yeah. or I see videos of somebody who's come back from being, like, 400 pounds right. and they got it done. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm like, you thought I was 215. I'm I'm in reality 240 on a good day. Why can't I just do it? Get down to 215 if I wanted because to. Because that's not the way you're built. Like I, I don't think that's the way you're built. Really? Like you would have to do something drastic to, because your body isn't made yeah. to, to be that way. It all goes back to Ozempic. Like doesn't it? right. But like <laughs> growing up, dude, I was always a scrawny kid. Like I don't think my body is supposed to be this this thick. Yeah. Well, you have the type of body where you could get to a dad body. I feel like I'm right. I'm like I could only get bigger from here nah, I, I like i just need to i need to get like i need to get to the point where like i'm sitting down like this and you're not happy about it and i'm not happy <laughs> i'm just not happy well we have a new little setup here so it's uh you know it's not really flat i'm not happy about it i feel like a fucking homeless person in this fucking pullover i'm taking it off it's a little hot in here yeah i'm taking it off so you know i mean like i went to the gym yesterday and i just spent 30 straight minutes on the bike 30 yeah, minutes. That's, that's solid. Like, and I and I biked, uh, I want to say, 10 miles in 30 that's minutes. That's nice. Do you don't treadmill or nothing? You're not into I that? I used to run a mile. I try to do my that. Workouts, but I, I can't. It's like it's like I can sit on the bike for, for 30 minutes. And it's bike, a lot easier. And yeah. It's, and it's like I don't get winded. I don't get shortness of breath. If I if I even run a mile, dude, my oh, it's over, yeah. is, is totally shot. Well, like, t- turn the treadmill down, walk a little bit, then go back to running. I've, like, I, I went on a two-week, like I went finish. on, a, like, a two-week tear of running a total of three miles. Yeah. Not saying I ran three miles, like, for the whole entire thing, but I just had to get there. Right. Or close to it. Right. And. I don't know. I don't for know. me, it's, like, really the calorie. Like, I'm not even watching on the bike. I wasn't even watching the miles I was doing. I was just watching the calories. Just having once fun. Once I hit 300 calories. Yeah. Shed. Yeah. I just hopped off that bitch. But uh, yeah, man, I don't know. It's like I'm not I'm not soft on my feet. I'm not light on my feet. Mm-hmm. Running for me is not like rhythmic. 
It's not balanced. It's not evenly distributed. You know? Yeah. Like one Everyone's st- different. One, one step will be like a stomp. The yeah. next step will be like yeah, you can get, um, toey. What can you get? Shin splints and yeah. stuff? Yeah. It's not good for your knees. And biking's not yeah. good for your knees either. Yeah. There's constant. You ever do a 12 330? Sounds familiar. It's a, it was a, I don't know if it's still popular it these the days. Uh, no, it was a treadmill thing. You yeah. put it on 12 incline all the way up. Okay. Or almost all the way up. It might go up to 15. Um, three, uh, wait, was it? Three speed yeah. for 30 minutes. Is that hard? Have you done it? I've done it. It's awful. It's a constant, it's a, for 30 straight minutes, it is your speed walking. Right. Uphill. Uphill. Right. Tough. And apparently a lot of people have lost weight slash, you know, gotten healthier from it. Okay. So that's, you should give it a try and then like just, report yeah, back you're, to you're me. Walking for thirty minutes on an incline to burn the same amount of calories you would running for ten minutes. Yeah, on, but on like no, but think of it this way: you could possibly put on like a forty-five minute TV show, and time will fly by, and you don't even know. And you're you walking. Think? Is it is it like that though? This microphone, I'm gonna throw it in the trash. Don't do that, because that's how I feel on the bike. Anyway, like I feel like I could sit there and like kind of text. Watch something, watch, like browse the web, mm-hmm. and then, you know, while also still breaking a sweat. Right. Because what I'm looking for, like, I finished this bike ride yesterday, my shirt was drenched. Mm-hmm. And that was nice. But then I, I, but then I don't feel good about going out and like, and then lifting weights after that, because then I have to have a protein shake after, yeah. so that the, so that the gains don't go to waste. But I don't want any gains. No I don't want to gain weight. So, are you saying I just stop lifting weights now? For no, the no, future? because as long as you're burning the calories, it's going to be a hell. It's like you're not really you're not putting on as much weight. You're still burning. Okay, but so so you you advise I still do. I, I'm not trying to sound like an expert to you, right. but I'm just saying, the more you work out at a consistency, you right. don't ha- don't worry about the weight gain situation. You're probably going to fluctuate. Yeah, I do fluctuate. Yeah, I do. I just yeah. gotta you know I gotta get down like I like at my best I'm like 185. Damn. Yeah. I don't think I want you fully skinny either, though. No, I'd look weird if I was 185 right now. Like, I'd look like a different person. You know what my biggest fear is? Never said this before. That if I ever were to go through, like, a weight transformation, which wouldn't be much, Mm -hmm. I'm scared my head is not going to be proportionate to my body. I think it will, because you lose the weight in your face, too. You do, yeah, but I don't. I never think about it that way. But you also don't want to look like you're famished. You don't want to look, like, disgustingly skinny. No, I used to do that. Dude, I, I did meal replacements for the longest time, and then my parents left for, like, Columbia for, like, a week, a week and a half, came back, and they said I looked like a pale, dead person. Really? Yeah. Speaking of Columbia, you could just do a bunch of cocaine. That's also a great way Absolutely. To yeah, that's what I want to do going into the new year. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the new year, dry January, are you participating? No, of course not. No? Never, well, why never would have, you? never will. Why is that a thing? I don't know. It's because it's rhymes, and people want to feel good about. I it. I thought No Shave November was so dope. People like also, back in the day. People also, but it's stupid now. Yeah, of course it's stupid. It makes yeah. no sense. It's dope. Well, I guess people do for charity. I don't want to say it makes no sense. I, I have a heart, but uh, November or whatever it is. No, no, people do the mustaches. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's not No Shave November though. No, 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 no. That's just we grow a mustache for yeah. November. Yeah, that's funny. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't understand the dry January thing. You can go dry in any month. I don't, Why does it have to be January? I because don't. Either. It's the first month of the year, and you want to go, and you want to, you want to go on social media or whatever, or tell all your friends you're doing dry January, make everybody else feel shitty about themselves. I, I just don't get the difference between not going all in in January and then just falling right back into it from February well, right until the spring. And here's also know? the thing: if I don't drink for the entire month of, of January, the first couple weekends of February, I'm like, my life is in danger. Yeah, yeah. That's how hard I'd be going. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, I will no. Like, I don't part. I don't. I don't like doing any of the monthly stuff. Right. I don't like New Year's resolutions. Um, no. I feel like back. I, I feel like more, more and more every year. Getting to the new year, I feel like I'm in a shittier mood, and we discuss why people are in shitty moods too. That's not necessarily my reason, but heading into the new year, you just look back and you're just like, how like, yeah. n- like how excited I was last year versus how this year turned out. Yeah. I don't know. I think to me, my whole thing is this. Is the last thing I'll say on this, and we'll move on. Uh-huh. The number changes. That's it. The number changes that's on it. the calendar. That's on the calendar, that that's it. I'm There's not much else to it, and you don't have to treat it as if it's a monumental, life changing thing. And don't wait until January to get your shit done. Mm-hmm. You can do it whenever you feel like. You You're having mic me. issues too over there, no, aren't no, no, you? No, no, I'm fine. Are you? I'm fine. I'm fine for now. But if this thing touches my chest or goes any lower I feel like than it, my I face, feel like I'll be very. I feel angry. like it can still grab if you just leave it down here. Like it'll still <sighs> grab your voice. Okay, all right. Um, um, but no, uh, no wait, I feel you. I feel you on that. I totally agree. I'm not about it. It's just. Just try and do a little bit better. You don't have to make... That's the problem. People try to make such drastic changes. Yeah. Little. 
You got a lot. You got plenty of time. You yeah, baby time, steps. Yeah. Man. Fuck. Panthers owner David Tepper fined a whopping 300k for throwing a drink at a fan after the loss, twenty six to zero, I believe, against the Jaguars. What are your immediate thoughts? Um, I don't know the specific details of if the fan said something. I'm sure the fan did yeah. say something. But there is video evidence of it going down. One hundred percent. And at the end of the day. You're a millionaire, billionaire, whatever it is. You're the owner of the team. You're sitting in a box with security protection. The fan can't even get up there even if he tried. Nope. So it's like, okay, big guy. It's just frustration. Yeah, but like, okay. No, shouldn't do it. Is there more of a bitch move? I don't think there's anything more... Bitch move. That's like that. being hold. That's like being like hold me back, and knowing your buddy's already going to hold you back. Pretty much. And what's even worse about this thing is that, first of all, he gets fined the three hundred k. Doesn't sound like a, doesn't. That's a lot of money though. He's a hedge fund dude. Okay, he's got him. a ton of money. Okay, not for him, but that's a big fine. Yeah, it's a huge fine, as it should be. But mm-hmm. he's already probably made that money back. Yeah. Within five seconds of him apologizing, because he did apologize for it eventually. Right. Um, but that that fine should be going to the, to the fans. Yeah. Why are you paying the NFL for that? You could. I don't know. The NFL rakes. I get in the fine, and I get like the whole precedent of it, but it should be going to the person that got a drink thrown on them. You should be get, getting tickets for life. Something. Something. You know, because you can't just throw drinks on fans like that. Not right. even fans should be throwing drinks at each other. Right. Or at least like, you know, three hundred k worth. Yeah, three hundred k worth of tickets. Yeah, something. I, I I wish something more came out of this. All I saw was that he's paying the fine and he apologized. So. I don't know. That's that's such a shitty thing to do to fans. You lost 26-0. You've had a shitty season all year. Mm-hmm. Just get over it. That's it. You're the owner. You figure it out. Right. Fans are fans. They're fanatics for a reason. And you knew you were going to have a shitty year, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Panthers were never going to be good. Maybe it's one of those things where, well, their big, biggest free agent signing was Adam Thielen. And then their, you know, their biggest acquisi- like acquisition at the draft was Bryce Young. And they just expected him to Right. But I don't, why are you getting so upset that you... That your team is shitty. I don't know. Someone must have said something pretty bad. But it had to have only had to do anything with the Panthers. And even then, it's not that deep. Either way, dude, you're like, you're you're sitting up there on your fucking high horse. There's no reason. You're like punching down. There's no reason for that. No, not at all. You can't do that. So, yeah, totally deserved. But I agree with you. Should be going to the fans in some capacity. The victims. I will venture as far as to say that this man is a victim who got... Oh, for sure. ...doused in... Tepper's drink. For sure. And it looked like hard alcohol as well. Yeah, dude. If he threw that drink at me, I'm falling to the ground saying, my eyes! And yeah, like, yeah. you know. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, the shit. oh, 100%. Like getting an offender better and be like, my neck. Yeah. Gosh. yeah. You know. Can they sue for that? Yeah, they will. They can, right? Ooh. They will. So, so there's going to be more to it? That's where the fan's going to get his money. Okay. In court. In court. It'll be so set, probably be settled out of court. True. That, for, that tends and, to happen you know a lot. What? For probably more than 300 k Yeah. Probably. Because he's going to say, you gave the NFL 300K, you didn't throw a drink on them, you threw the drink on me. Give me half a million dollars. Bang. All right, so let's move on to the NFL, uh, the Pro Bowl. So here's what we have written down here. So nine 49ers were selected into the Pro Bowl. The Eagles have six selections. Dexter Lawrence is the lone giant who is uh, a Pro Bowler this year. Sauce Gardner and Quinn and Williams are for the Jets. Mahomes made the Pro Bowl. A lot of people think he shouldn't have made the Pro Bowl. My whole point here is, and what I wanted to ask you is, what are your thoughts on the Pro Bowl, especially in today's age? It's not an actual physical game anymore. Mm -hmm. It's a flag football game. Should these be accolades that should go towards your career in, in terms of Hall of Fame, you know, selection material because i feel like these days a lot of people don't make them the voting's a little askew right um and i feel like as though when you're going through a player's accolades you everyone tends to start off he's like seven time pro bowler two time all pro i'm like i'd rather hear the all pro stuff at this point right um uh to answer your question no i don't think it should be included but it always will be uh because you need something along the lines of an all-star game i mean how else are you gonna unless you just want to say their first team all pro I get, I, I get it. It's it's great to be a pro bowler, but I but I feel as though I I just don't see it. Like, like I, I spoke to you about this before we started recording. Tyler Huntley ended up being a pro bowler just because he had to replace somebody. It's just like, you know, do you factor that all in? Like Tyler Huntley is a pro bowler, you know, for the for the rest of his life. Nobody yes. can take that away from him. You know, yes. like that's kind of a messed up thing for me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I also don't think that. Like, for instance, you could kind of make the same argument in the in Major League Baseball. 
because the All-Star game is halfway through the season. So guys after the MLB All-Star game still have half a year to fuck up that year. But I feel like that's more... And end le- up having yes. quote-unquote shitty years. Yeah, yeah, no, but I feel like that is feels more legitimate than the Pro Bowl. I, I don't know why. It is. And I get, it, it I get is. football's I dangerous too, and I'm seeing it on a much lesser light because yeah. it's a flag football game now, and they play games and stuff, but... No, I agree with I don't you. Know. I think I, the I fact just... that it, it really now is more of just a skills competition should tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. Uh, and then you move on from there. And then, right, you... you or, or... Yeah, exactly. No, I got nothing more to add. I mean, I would I would totally agree with you. Just just make it a first and second team all pro selection sort of thing. Yeah. No, and I appreciate then, then I, I I appreciate those more right, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And I think most fans would. Do you think this stays as a flag football game for the like remainder of time? Or are they going to change it again at some point? And go back to a traditional football game. Uh, I know. I think they get rid of it all together at some point. Yeah, because they, they they've changed so much. They used, first of all, it used to be a Pro Bowl in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. They now go to Florida. Mm-hmm. Take you know take the family to Disney and stuff yep. like that. And now it's a whole skills competition that's televised on ESPN. And yeah, it's not even worth the watch. No, I ex- I, I expect them to to disband the entire the entire event. But I'm point. just saying though, like for televising it, how much money are you getting? Like, like, what's what's the gain for the NFL to be televising it, to host it, and not play an actual football game, as opposed to before, where it was, was a football game, nationally televised, right? And I don't remember ever sitting down and watching the Pro Bowl, no, like but I remember intently, having it on. but I remember having right. it on, and now and now I'm just not going to do that. Like, what's the what's the gain from it? What's the difference between just naming somebody as a Pro Bowler and having something to play for? Like, there's I don't well, there's get never it. Never been anything to play for. That's no. that we know. But those games were fun to watch in the early 2000s when guys were hitting each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but I, I, get, I get times of like, change. You can't do that these days. No, I get that. But then but then what do you do? I, I don't know. Uh, to me, do? honestly, just say someone's a pro bowler and move on. Right. That, uh, I, I agree. You don't need anything more. You don't need all that. the festivities. I get it's a money. Televise the skills competitions and stuff like that if you want. But they shouldn't have to win. They shouldn't have to be selected for the skills competition. Yeah. It's, like, it's like being in the three-point contest. If you want to be in the three-point contest, you're in the three-point contest. Yeah, I don't know. It's like Mac McClung in the dunk contest. The guy wasn't a fu- the guy wasn't even in the NBA. Listen, I'm torn because putting skill stuff on TV, any, 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 just having the option in general is great. But I'd rather just somebody be named I a Pro Bowler totally and we move on here. You know, especially it's even worse because MLB plays it halfway through the season. Right. They do this at the end of the year. If you're in the playoffs or like in the Super Bowl. Oh no, just the Super Bowl. You're not. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do it. I'm with you. And if you're going to make it just flag football, then do it in the middle of the season. Yeah, if it's not going to hurt anybody. Gonna but hurt that would also be a bad look if someone tears their ACL right. on a flag football game. I don't know. Maybe do the skills competition in the middle of the season. Or, and that's it. Or back to what we fucking circle all the way back. Just don't do the damn thing. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, that's, I, that's, I think that's the That's where we stand. That's where we stand. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on here. So it's been a long time. Eagles have not looked at the same team as we did a couple episodes ago. No. And I just want to give you the floor, the big Eagles fan that you are. Yeah. Your frustrations, where are you at with this team, where will they end up, and what they're looking like headed into Week 18 slash the playoffs mm-hmm. and the future of the team. Well, I think the future of the rip. team is, is, is still as in good a shape as it was at the start of the year. I mean, you have all the talent on the field necessary to go out and, and be something special, be something dominant. And you've seen shades of it this season. I don't think... They still have yet to put together a complete game. I think everybody that's watched the NFL this year can tell you that. Um, and, uh, and it, you know, it was never really there in the first place. Like, you always want to talk about, is it there? Do they have an identity? Do they know what they're doing? You know, do they have the answers right now? Because most teams have the answers heading into the playoffs, and the Eagles just don't really have any. they got a lot more question marks than answers right now, which is not a good thing. Uh, now, a lot of times, these things get expedited as you move closer to the playoffs, and because of the veteran presence on this team, I'm actually feeling optimistic that that might be able to become the case. But at the end of the day, you've fallen from pretty much a surefire one seed to uh, now the five seed if the Cowboys win, which, which they should over the weekend. They're 13.5-point favorites uh, against the Commanders um, at home, I believe. Uh, Wait, so this weekend? Yeah. No, it's the Giants. No, no, no. The uh, Cowboys are playing the Commanders. The Cowboys are. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying, if they beat the Commanders, they get they get the NFC East. So then the Eagles would fall to the five seed. Now, if the Cowboys mirac- you know miraculously lose that game, uh, then the Eagles really still get away with the two seed, which I don't fucking understand how that is the case. But either way, chances are they're going to play the Bucks in round one in Tampa Bay, which is just a weird thing to say. Yeah, that like 
the Jalen Hurts-led Philadelphia Eagles with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and DeAndre Swift and all these great players on it and all this great talent on paper is going to be going into Tampa Bay to play Baker Mayfield. And they've been gritty all year. Yeah, but but to, like, you know, they've been kind of uh, identified, or not identified, but labeled as, like, this this gritty, patched-together kind of sort of team, you know? Yeah. Uh, out in Tampa Bay. Uh, Got to love that story, by the way. But either way, that's where the Eagles are probably going to end up for round one, uh, which I don't hate. I think we're still a better team than Tampa Bay. That's the thing that I've, I've realized over the last couple of weeks. Just as much as good of a chance that there is that the Eagles lose to a shitty team, there's the same chance that the Eagles could go out there and beat the best team in the NFL. And I still firmly believe that. Uh, you know, A.J. Brown wasn't talking to the media for the last couple of weeks. He finally snapped into it yesterday. Uh, spoke with the press in the locker room, and consensus uh, throughout the fan base was really positive. That he cleared the air on a lot of on a lot of different fronts. He was kind of a uh, hard on his sleeve sort of uh, warrior in that sense. And I don't want to you know I don't want to give a, a, a professional athlete too much credit for just simply talking to the media. But I think he answered a lot of different question marks that that really the media had no other choice but to go out and speculate over the week, like he's tearing apart the locker room and, and shit like that, which just blatantly really wasn't the case. So, and he did say it's, it's the coach, it's the players, not the coaches, which to me was a little bit more concerning than if it was the coaches, because if, if it's the players and the players just suck, yeah, which is not great and totally debunks my entire argument. But uh, yeah, listen, I mean, there's obviously still, you got a week here to turn it around. Um, but even if they do, even if you go out and you murder the Giants, it's like, what does that really prove to the rest of the league? Uh, and uh, we'll see. But at this point, it's uh, it's mostly a mental collapse, I would think. You know, like you're, they're so in they're so in each other's heads in the locker room that it's just spiraling out of fucking control. Yeah, um, you can I, see guys reacting with body language in a way that is depressing. I spoke to you about this before, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, is this going to be one of those things where this you know late season collapse? Mm-hmm. That it's going to come out that he was injured or something like that. That's going to be like what's out there in the world. That no. that's why there has he hasn't been performing the way he should. That's why the offense doesn't look looks bleak. You know, I don't think so. I think he's actually been one hundred percent for the last few weeks. Um, maybe he's playing a little bit uh, more timid because he's he's worried about reaggravating that knee. But at the same time, uh, no, I, I think you would already hear rumblings of that. Instead of the AJ Brown drama, you would you would hear rum, hear rumblings about that. Yeah, is Jalen a hundred percent? But I don't think that's been the case. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, it's the whole fucking team. Yeah. Well, what's your, what? We'll, we'll go through. What, what's your gripe with the offense and the defense currently? My gripe with the my gripe all around is has been play calling. But if it, if that's not the problem that the players are having, what right as a fan do I have to have that problem? You know, I mean, these are professional football players, and if they're confident in their coaches calling the plays, then why shouldn't I be confident in the coaches calling the plays? Uh, but at the end of the day, you, you, I mean, it was on full display that it wasn't Sean Desai that was the problem with the defense. Replace him with Matt Patricia, and it's even fucking worse. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I mean, I get there are guys that are injured. You get Slay back this weekend, but... Even he wasn't great when he was right, in, Right, even he wasn't great when he was in. And you got, a, you got rook, too many rookies playing at too many important positions. I think... I'll, uh, some of the blame has to be put on Howie Roseman, not not taking away from any of the magic that he pulls on a regular basis. But uh, you can't ignore positions, especially positions in the middle of the field like linebacker. I mean, and, and you kind of... Yeah, their linebackers haven't been great all season no, either. Like, and you bring in Shaq Leonard, and that's exciting or whatever, but he even he's, you know, he's an aging guy. That isn't what he was. Yeah. You need to go out and get a real-life linebacker that could lead the defense. You know, and who is that in the draft or somebody out there? You can I don't get. know. I, it's got to be somebody in the draft that you draft and develop, or maybe it's Nicobe Dean in a couple years. You know, maybe guys that you've already drafted that might be ready to go maybe. Uh, in a couple of years. But I mean, this just illustrates it for you, right? Beginning of the s- December, the Eagles are ten and one. Jalen Hurts is the clear MVP favorite. Number one run defense, number six overall defense, number four passing offense, number four rushing offense. Today they're eleven and five. He's the eleventh in MVP odds rankings. He's tied with Flacco. Flacco's been okay. Slinging Dude, that Flacco's thing. Flacco's played four games this year. I know. So, <laughs> so uh, like, I don't even know how he's on the list. I don't know either. But he's only on the list. On That's how bleak this MVP five. season right. is. Right. That's what I'm saying. It went from Brock Purdy mm-hmm. is uh, a fluke. Was it? Was right. an MVP for the first couple weeks? Fluke uh-huh. back to MVP. Yeah. That's how bleak it is this year. No, uh, Will was right the entire time. It was always going to be Lamar Jackson. 
Always. Yeah, yeah, he kind of knew that. So, and he, he's been saying that from the get-go, so props to Will on calling that. But, you know, going moving on here, number 15 now, run defense in the NFL. So you go from number one to 15. You drop 14 spots there. Dude, they went from number six overall defense in the NFL. They're number 23 now. I mean, that can't just be coaching. It has to be something more than that. No and bueno. that's what I'm talking about. It's just this mental, this constant mental fucking collapse and the press doesn't help either, and the fans don't help. The fans are out there fucking giving standing ovations every time they line up for the tush push at home. Shut the fuck up. Let them hear the snap count, and let them get the first down. Do you know how football works? <laughs> it's not a like, free. No, it actually, it's not a free throw. It is. It is. Though. <laughs> it is. I mean, it it does kind of equate to it, but I'm just saying it's not the equivalent. Just shut up for one play. <laughs> it's one play. You get loud again you, on first you down. You can't make everybody shut up. Yeah, unless you you, unless you've always had that rule, yeah, or in yeah. the NBA, you're not making a noise no, for a free throw. There are other teams. They're like you know, you go to Dallas, they shut the fuck up on third down. Shut up. Yeah, that too. Like, yeah, know. they play it on the screen. Quiet down. Quiet down. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's infuriating, and to be there and witness it, because then it's right in your ear. Yeah. Where I'm like, sitting, you, you know, I'm that. trying to like direct this section to just quiet and, down. And everybody's like, talk right touchdown, Shut up. You know, because now it's everybody's fault. Yeah. Now everybody's to blame. Yeah, keep throwing your screens at Kenneth Gainwell and Julio Jones. See how that goes. Okay, not a great, not a great play call. Not understood. At all. But then, or QB but, draw but on third you, and fifteen. Okay, but when you listen to the players explain what that play is supposed to do, well, it's not doing it. It wasn't doing it, but the, they said the reasons why it wasn't happening wasn't because the coaches are calling it too much. It was because of the execution by the players, which I get. You have to take accountability and stuff, but to run that play twice. Uh, in that order, after two QB draws. So you're saying it's the players now. You've completely flip-flopped on this. Because that's what they're saying. What do you want me to say? You've been saying that the coaching has been awful all year. Their offensive coordinator it hasn't has been, been great. And now you're flipping it towards, well, these are what they're saying I'm the saying players should no, do. That's not what I'm and saying. And now it's on them. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's more of a combination of both. Okay. As, op- as opposed to just one. Okay. So you've shifted from, it's a, it's a 50-50 blame. Instead I've, of I've shifted from it's 100% on the coaches now to 50, 50. it's more 75-25. Okay. All right. Is that acceptable? 75 coaching? 75 coaching. Okay. 25 player. Yeah. Because at a certain point, like... I would still you, say even the play is supposed to go a certain way, you're not setting them up for success. No, I agree. That's where the coaching goes wrong. Yeah. Don't pay a fucking quarterback the money you're paying him if you're just not to run use stupid, them. boring fucking QB draws yeah. that go for three yards yeah. in the red zone. I don't know. He's uh, I like also, I just like how he's turned into the quarterback where he now he like next year he has to beat the game manager allegations. Well, I feel year, like yeah. if he won the Super Bowl last year against the Chiefs, that wouldn't I feel like that wouldn't be much in question. Well, but now it's like he's full on. This dude's a game manager and he can only do what I don't think the I mean, Eagle system of tells him. Sure, but you you find you'd find people that are hard pressed outside of Baltimore. You'd be hard pressed to find people outside of Baltimore that say Lamar Jackson isn't the same thing. Lamar Jackson is very different than Jalen Hurts, especially I, I after this. I year. agree, but you would you would you would say that a lot of people outside of Baltimore would characterize Lamar Jackson as only really being able to be successful in the offense he's currently. Did in. you see that woman? I don't know what show this was on. It's going around on TikTok where there's this guy's like Lamar Jackson's MVP. She's like, no, he's not. I want my quarterback to be quarterbacky. Did you see that? Kind of racist. <laughs> I want my quarterback to be quarterbacky. He must not look like a football fan. A girl. <laughs> I want my quarterback to be quarterback. That's what she said, Jesus. and I I couldn't tell you where that show is from, but it's going around, and Lamar Jackson's probably fully aware of it as well. Hey, that's no Lamar Jackson is a fucking stud. Yeah, I'm not saying I agree with those people, but I am saying that you know, especially in Philadelphia, you know, I mean, it's the fans love to, they love to, they, I mean, we, we. We all love to just overreact. We love to point fingers. And I think what A.J. Brown did yesterday, coming out and kind of talking some sense into the media, talking some sense into the fan base, I think it brought a lot of people away from the edge. You know? Like, a lot of fans were ready to jump. And I think what that did yesterday was it kind of allowed everybody to take a deep breath and say, all right, this isn't McNabb and Terrell Owens. Mm -hmm. This isn't fucking vomiting on the sidelines during the Super Bowl. This isn't... You know, this isn't the, this isn't the old Eagles. Yeah. Maybe maybe these guys can rally around this 
and figure it out. But they're not winning a Super Bowl this year. They are. Is what you're saying. Oh, okay. You're back on that. Of course they are. You mood swing so much with this It's team. called magic, dude. Magic? What would you be doing if you were me? If, if your team was putting you through what I'm being put through. I'm pretty rational. If I think my team has sucked this much, heading into where your head was at. Uh, this is going off where your head was at previously to talking about them now. I'd head into the playoffs nervous as hell. No. Of an early bounce. No. And now you're back to irrational thinking. I've that. always had the belief that we, I, I've said this from week one, we, have, we don't know how to play a complete football game. But that doesn't mean that we can't go out there, dominate for a half, and then limp to the finish line and still beat good teams. You know? So, yeah. like, I said it before, and I'll say it again, but the chances that we go out there and beat one of the best teams in the NFL are just as good as us going out and losing to the fucking, uh, uh, fucking Cardinals. You know? Tough loss. Yeah. To the Cards. Well. Tough, tough loss. That's the icing on the cake. Yeah. No, like, take your, your, take your confidence and just know it out. Humiliating, totally embarrassing. But, uh, you know, I, I mean, there are – and another thing, like, you know, it's just – I don't want to feel – like, a lot of it is me just realizing, you know, not not to take it for granted. Yeah. Not to be a, not to be a dicky fan just to be a dicky fan. It's like my own internal therapy session. Like, I don't, I don't have to always go after the head. I could maybe just give a little punch to the gut just to get the fire going. Yeah. Okay. You know? I get it. I don't have to be like... Well, best of luck to you. I don't have to be like, fire everybody. I could just be like... <laughs> maybe After that loss happens, I would love to see what you're thinking. I don't mean to say that as if it's going to happen. What are you, a loss in the playoffs, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, because it's coming. I don't know if it's going to be first round or second round, but it, it's 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 coming. Uh, it won't be first round against the Bucks, man. But who knows? You never know. <laughs> no, seriously, you you never know. I mean, I said the same thing like, I'm not going to lose to the Cardinals. You go out and lose to the fucking yeah. Cardinals. All right, let's move on here. I'll be quick. All uh, right, so Russell, hold on, let me start again. So Russell Wilson has officially been benched for Jarrett Stidham. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, talk going around saying that there was a contract dispute between the Broncos and Russell Wilson. Um, so the benching was just solely that they didn't have to pay him. Um, but he'll Russell Wilson will more likely no longer be with the team going into the following year, yeah. next year. And he even tweeted saying, can't wait for what's to come next. So he's it, it's pretty out there that he's moving on. Yeah. Um, apparently the Broncos did have an issue with the contract, like I mentioned before. Is this one of those things where it's like Broncos made the contract with him? Why are they pissed that they're going to have to pay him this much money up and coming? I think they're just they're, they, they made a decision. They were like, they, they had this date circled. On their calendar going into the year. Yeah. Because you bring in Sean Payton. Sean Payton wasn't there when you brought in Russell Wilson. Yeah. So, you know, Sean Payton probably walks in and says, okay, first thing, who's, you know, let's see who my quarterback is. He obviously knows, but he's like, let's take a look at Russell Wilson. What can we do with Russell Wilson? He kind of starts to figure out. This, this isn't going to be a fucking guy this isn't I need. It. Yeah. Uh, probably makes that pretty clear to management throughout the season, uh, especially when they weren't doing so hot. And he said, listen, um, if I don't feel differently by this date, which is when we can save whatever the m- amount of money was, at, you know, $27 million or whatever it is, um, then we're going to do that. And we're going to move forward without Russell Wilson. Right. I don't know where they go uh, next year. Who would you say they benched him for? Stidham? Jared Stidham. Yeah, you can't go with that guy. I don't think that's their plan. I think they just don't want to pay him whatever's in his contract. And I think they, I think there was, I, from what I'm hearing, there's rumors that there was a huge back and forth behind the scenes, and it just turned it turned ugly in general. Really? Um, that makes sense. What's your, where's your brain at with Russell Wilson in general? Is it, does he have it anymore? Is it no, over? I mean, for him? he does. Yeah, for sure. I don't think he's a superstar. He's shown inklings this year. He definitely yeah. had a better year than last year. Yeah, sure. he, was, he hasn't been terrible. Um, but I don't think I do, I do not think he's worth the amount of money you're paying. No. Was not worth the trade. I mean, terrible timing on the contract. Yeah, terrible timing on the contract. Well, what did you think when the trade first went down? I thought Russell Wilson was. My first thought was like, okay, he's out of Seattle, which is what he wanted to do. Um, but I don't know. I feel like the Broncos have never found that guy since Payton. Yeah, and they've been desperate for it, and they made a desperate move to try to finally get the guy. Yeah. 
And I don't know. It just it, it just didn't work out. I, of course I, not. And I don't. Where my head's at with him, I don't know what Russell Wilson is anymore. Yeah. I just don't like. Uh, I feel like he was kind of his. I know, like with Pete Carroll, he was kind of coddled by him a little bit, mm-hmm. but he kind of made it made it his own. Where like he had a shitty offensive line for years and years, ran around a bit, threw bombs like in like into the bucket that were like in the air for yeah. fifteen seconds. Um, he had swag. But here. coming over to the Broncos, I just don't. Get his identity anymore? Like, what is he? Well, he's been fucking too much. That's the key. He was celibate. Yeah, he, he was, was celibate celibate. for a long time. Yeah, Think so the testosterone it. levels Think about are all off. The testosterone build up. You become a man. Yeah, got married. Like let it re- fly. You literally become a caged animal. Yeah. You know, you just all that pent up. Yeah. Spermitis. Yeah. And uh, Broncos country, let's ride. Like, we'll live uh, forever. That though. was when it. That was. That, that was, was when it. That was the downfall from there. And then there. Mr. Unlimited Subway, and it was all bad from there, man. I yeah. mean, just all bad. And, uh, but, yeah, too much fucking. Yeah. Stop fucking Sierra. See what happens. <laughs> Let's move on to the Bears. So the Bears secured the 2024 first overall pick from the DJ Moore trade from the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields was praised yeah. after the win against the Falcons. So it seems like Bears we fans we want, want to keep him. Um, the Bears have a decision to make. And mm-hmm. on top of that, they've also announced that the return of Matt Eberflus next season. Um what do you think they do? Keep Fields? Get, uh, yeah, I think you got to stick with him. I think you got to keep he's had, a, he's had enough, like, really, really good games this year. Which means their first overall pick would be Marvin Harrison Jr. There you go. Um, get him a weapon. I still don't think he has, like, a number one weapon, you know? No. Can't use Cole Komet all the time. Oh, well, he has DJ Moore. That's number one currently. But I think having him and Marvin Harrison will make a good little duo. Yep. Give your quarterback some talent to use. Didn't mean to take a – I didn't mean to lowball – DJ more like that because he's 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 been good, pretty no, good this season up and down. He's but more, he's not he's not a wide receiver one. I think you traded him as one because he was on the Panthers. Yes, he's a good good but, talent okay. to have okay. though. But good Mar- talent to Marvin have. Marvin Harrison comes in a, comes in as a rookie. He immediately becomes your number one option. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Right. That's what it has, has to be. That's what I'm saying. So if a rookie's coming in and already is better than DJ Moore, DJ Moore's not a real wide receiver one. Yeah, I guess Unless so. you think Marvin Harrison is going to come in and all of a sudden be Megatron. I guess uh, wide receiver, like, 1A and 1B? It's like an is that what Brown you want to go Smith for? situation, man. Yeah. Dang, wouldn't he be, who, um, what is it? If he goes first overall, and listen, I'm not, like, crazy into the draft stocks and, like, what other what people are saying currently. That's just, if the Bears are going in a direction, that's probably the direction they're going to have to go in. Um Keyshawn Johnson was the last wide receiver to go number one, right? Really? Was he? I think so back in the day. That's a good That'd be crazy. Question. This would be a, a monumental pick if they don't have to pick a uh, quarterback he, number one overall. The last quarterback to go number one. I believe so. There hasn't been many wide receivers taken. I believe there was rumblings of Devontae Smith being taken as, like, the Jets' second overall pick if mm-hmm. they didn't take Zach Wilson. Right. But he dropped, so. I think you might be right. He was a Heisman winner. That'd be worth looking up if, if somebody has the right answer on that. Yeah. We're gonna figure it out. Yeah, but. yeah. But we'll uh, see. We'll see what decision they go with. But it seems like keeping Eberflus means they're gonna. They want to keep Fields. Um, they should keep. Which it should do. They had such an up and down year. Really? I mean, come on. It's nuts that they're they're keeping this guy too, though. Why? No, Matt Eberflus. Oh, not no, no. I'm not. I'm talking. No, about Fields. Fields, Fields yeah. isn't crazy. No, I fully full on agree with the idea of bringing him back. I think there's more development there. Listen, you got to give guys a couple years to get it going. What's with the short fucking leash? I don't know. And honestly, CJ Stroud doesn't help that case because now every team is expecting their team. That's not. Is expecting their quarterback. Everyone's expecting their quarterback to do that. It's not not a regular thing, but they want that. Pat Mahomes set that precedent earlier, right? And now it's just completely changed. Pat Mahomes is a Hall of Famer five fucking six years in. I know. That's what people are looking for right away. And there's no time anymore with quarterbacks. You have four years. Then you got to pick up an option. If you don't know about year four, you got to pay him. This is Daniel Jones yeah. in a nutshell. But that's you know, years. and that's where the Giants are stuck in right now. That's four years. Fields, you got me. Come on, that'd be a fucking short leash. Very, very short leash. That'd be like, like you didn't, you didn't even get a chance to really get going. No, not at all. That's no. like not a fair shot. No, give the give, give the guy some shot. time. Right. Give the guy some time. We're on the same page there. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, let's get into some baseball here. So. The Yankees, mm-hmm. a lot going on there. I'll, I'll, I'll flip-flop here and there. Uh, but Frankie Montas signs a one-year deal with the Reds, so he's out of there. Um, yeah, kind of, it's kind of a smelly situation. He did not perform well and was injured. Um, we settled for him, uh, trading him uh, from the A's at the trade deadline after they did not get 
uh, Luis Castillo. Mm -hmm. So it turned out being one of those things. And we thought it was going to be a valuable piece. Whenever he went out and pitched, wasn't so great. I think he had an ERA of like six something. Yeah, no, it wasn't great. Um, but now he's getting paid 16 mil by the Reds, so he's out of there. Yankees have some moves to make to get some pitchers. Um, from what I'm seeing, uh, apparently they have some ties to Blake Snell. Now they've, I like that a lot. They, uh, maybe they've chit chatted. I don't know if that's a rumor or what. Um, they're looking to bring back Montgomery. Mm. I saw there's maybe look at they have interest in Gio Urshela. God, that makes them look so bad to go back on their own. Yeah, but like I trade and what they stood on getting Donaldson and IKF. Well, Gio and I for IKF to go to the Blue Jays, by the way. Yeah, and just to bring all those players back. That, uh, Gio, I can do without. Terrible. Montgomery, I would bring back in two seconds, obviously. Well, now, now you do. You yeah. lose Montas, you need some pitching. I don't think it's a bad, you know. I, but I don't need Gio. Why do you need Gio? <sighs> he was a good third baseman with us, man. You have good third baseman in the system. Yeah. If you're looking to pr- replace his glove, that's not hard to do. Yeah. But it also may not be an everyday starter situation. With no. Him. So. so whatever. You, you a third baseman. By well, we had this discussion. Time. It's whenever you want to put D- the DJ at second. Right. Or, you know, like moving labor around at second. You could, right. like, you know, make a little switch of Rooney. Like, I don't think you're going to be seeing a flurry of fucking errors at third base this year for the Yankees because they didn't bring in Gio Urshela. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Well, the thing with Donaldson is his glove was never an issue. No. Like, he, he, they got him for defense. Right. In general, it's the hitting. And I think Gio Rochella can get a decent average going as opposed to Josh Donaldson. You know, so you're already improving the hitting at that point. He's a contact guy. Put the ball yeah. play. Played well for us when he was here. Yeah. You know, did his I job. I loved Gio, man. I love Gio, too. We talked about it at length. We did. We never liked the Donaldson trade. No. It was never the move to make. Yeah. We're smart. Yeah. But, sh- but first of all, shout out IKF, though. I know he left, but dude didn't complain. No, he didn't and complain. He and did. honestly, from the get-go, from the get-go, he was not a fan favorite. No. People didn't love it. No. And uh, he was okay. Like, he was, I think. He turned out to be okay. At the start, it was very rocky. It was agreed. Very, very rocky. And then it turned into, let's put him in center. Okay, I'll go play center. Like, you know, like. Just being a team guy. Yeah, just being a team guy. Uh, You know. Stealing home for us here and there. You know, like. Like, that's what you want. Right. But. um, I I just don't think, you know. That's not the asset you were hoping for, though. No. No. And And it's never been a Yankees, you know, like. You always have to have a name that rolls off the tongue. Because of the roll call. Yeah. So yeah. I, K, F doesn't like, what are you doing, the alphabet? I don't mind it. Mm. I don't mind it. Everyone's got a whole different one. Or did they do Kine or Falefa? No. I, K, I, K, F, right? I no. They did I, K, F. I don't remember. I don't remember. What either. did they do for I, K, F? See? Like, now, because. They right. got something for everybody. No, one, no one's going to roll off the tongue like Derek Jeter, well, Aaron Judge, uh, well, Aaron Judge. No, not everybody. What are they going to do for Soto? What does Volpe have? Volpe, Volpe. on Soto. Uh, Ooh, that's. Soto, Soto. Uh, oh, man. I don't know. That one's going to be tough. It does sound awful when it doesn't roll off the tongue on, nicely, you're but. Like adding another egg. <laughs> and who decides it, though? The guy who. who yeah, who starts the skinny it? Skinny guy. You know, yeah, good. yeah. Uh, who's I always think, there? I think he just. Decided, we should run into that guy. Oh, let's get this roll call going. Why don't we get this roll call started? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he made me cringe. He's not even that loud. <laughs> and, he, and he like, where, he's but he's been he's been going for like no, twenty years. Yeah, but you look at him; he is the biggest dweeb of all time. Where it's like he is pretty like dweeby. Shorts. His socks go like they don't. They're not like ankle socks, and they're not. They're not high. He socks. also has like they're books. Like he has books socks. in his like cargo shorts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got like a shitload of fucking change in his yeah. pocket. Yeah, it wasn't him. It wasn't. It only turned into him like a few years back. Yeah. I think. No, like used to be a being big, the solo used to guy, be like a big bald Bronx guy. Like something yeah, like I forgot. I forgot his name. Yeah, I apologize for that. But yeah, he was I a big. He was a big part. Now he was a big part of roll call. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. Um, but yeah, so the uh, I spoke to Will about this. Um, he believes the Yankees should get Shane Bieber as a right-hander. I right? like that. He's not. He's lefty. He's not lefty. Is he? No, Shane. He's a righty. Yeah, that's what I thought because uh, we want to bring it. I think he th- Will thinks it's a good idea to bring in Shane Bieber, and ha- and bring back Jordan Montgomery and have another nice lefty in the bullpen. I, I mean, not in the bullpen in the uh, rotation. I agree. I agree. Yeah, you like that. I do like that, uh, but it, not if you can get Blake Snell. If you can get the, Blake the Snell. whole gripe with Snell right now is people think that he's just not like going to be a fit for New York. Why not? I don't know. It's a hard throwing left hander. What's not to like? Uh, Cy Young. We can, we can only do crafty left handers. Cy Young winner. I don't know. That always factors into being traded here. Why can't it just be like we have a good yeah, player? But, but that But Blake Snell's been a good pitcher everywhere he's went, which has been two places. But yeah, but he's been good his whole career. Yeah. Like, he really hasn't had a, a bad year. I don't know. People so. just don't think that it's it's a good fit. Right. At least from what I'm hearing. I've heard this from Nick Wright. I, Nick I, I, see, Wright. I see this on Twitter yeah, every now Nick and Wright's then. Nick Wright's going to talk to me about baseball. Please. Yeah. 
fucking learn something. <laughs> so you, it's like Colin Coward so, trying to talk to me about baseball. So let me put this out there. Do you want Shane Bieber or do you want Blake Snell? Does it, or does Blake, it depend I, if no, you get Monty? I, I, uh, it depends if you get Monty for sure. But I, would, I just need a left-hander. You need a left-hander. Because if Rodon doesn't work out the way we're expecting him to in year two here, you need a left-hander to pick up the slack. And if he does, it doesn't hurt to have two left-handers firing in that rotation. Mm. Then, you know, yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of MLB rotations out there that can say they have any left-handers yeah. as opposed to two. Mind you, they also have Nestor. Exactly. So and I forgot. The, he, might, he, he might be changed to like a late reliever since they lost Michael King and stuff like that. They might change him over. I don't know. Unless they want to keep that momentum going. I should be shot in the face for forgetting about Nestor. Yeah, you can't forget about Nasty. Nestor, come on now. So we'll have th- we could have potentially three left-handers in our rotation. Yeah. That would be lit. Depends if a team has all righties. It doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't no, matter? Left, left, it doesn't matter. Left, left-handers are... You know how the analytics are. You know how the Yankees are when it comes to like flipping, like, you know... When the lineup is lefty versus righty, they're big into that concept. I like lefties, man. I think they just add they add a wrinkle. They add flavor. They do add flavor. Add flavor. Um, so the Yankees, as of right now, are one of the four MLB teams and the only AL team that hasn't spent a single dollar in free agency this offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, what's stopping them from doing it currently? They okay. have... Why okay. haven't they done it? Yet? What are they waiting I don't know for? What they're waiting they use they lo- they had Yamamoto discussions. Didn't end up getting him. He goes to the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you making a move currently? Well, What's being waited on? I think that's part of it. You spend so much time on these players that you don't ultimately get. Yeah. And now you find yourself kind of behind the eight ball right. on a maybe a handful of other names that you had in your sights, but you weren't spending the time to kind of court them. Um, and I think that's where the Yankees and Mets, for that matter, are falling right now. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you're right. I'm totally right. They need to get to work. But I also think that they have their eyes set on a few in very specific individuals. Like you said, Snell for the Yanks. I'm not exactly sure who the Mets are going after. But uh, but uh, I think they're buckling down on, 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 like, three really specific names. And they're just spending all their energy on those guys. And uh, also, at the end of the day, like, the free agent market isn't stellar. No, no, definitely not. Right. No. So, at like, least at this point in time, I, I get it, but to not spend anything, what are no, they? You gotta, you what gotta, are they reluctant not, on you doing? Go and, you got to do something. Yeah, you got to get some stuff. form of pitcher in there. Mm-hmm. And for the Mets, it's just crazy to me. This is a whole landscape of the Yankees and the Mets, by the way, and just franchises who are just made of money that they could. They you can be outbid, like not yeah. not outbid, like you can't be outbid, but at the same time, you you're very susceptible to losing a player to like the Dodgers. Where the Mets and the Yankees are like putting like higher average annual value, overpaying. Steve Cohen will overpay for anybody, mm-hmm. and you still can't get like you know a player phenom from Japan, right? Like Yamamoto, right. you know. So it's just crazy to me that both New York teams, even though they have everything that they would want to do to get bigger players to come here, they still fail at it at the end of the day. Sometimes, yeah, of course, well, you because, know, you know, and they, well, Yamamoto was. You just didn't want to be the guy, man. And on top of that, you can't really buy championships either because see it look look how this turns out for everybody else. Like last last year, well, we had the Rangers, yeah, in the in the freaking you know winning the, the World Series. You can't buy baseball's much too long of a season. Uh, way too many things can happen over that span of time. That you're right, especially uh, you can't you can't buy a championship. And uh, but you no, know, in the case of Yamamoto, one more point there. He just wants to live in the shadow of Shohei, and that's fine. In the shadow of Shohei, that's fine. You don't even want to be the best Japanese-born player on your team. Yeah. You yeah. want to be the second best. So you were never fit. I don't know. Anyways. He said he was going to pick. No, you're fit, for, uh, no, you're fit for underwhelming Los Angeles. He said he was. trying to buy championships and can't ever do it. He said he was going to pick L.A. regardless whatever. of whatever happened. That's because yeah, that's the only English he knows. Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah. All right. A uh, little bit of NBA here. So the New York Knicks acquired forward OG Ananobi in a trade that sends R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, in a 2024 second-round pick to the Raptors. This is, you know, obviously we've let this breathe a little bit. Um, the early consensus was that the Knicks got fleeced and they could have gotten a lot more for a player like OG Ananobi that isn't worth that compensation. Um, I was one of those people. Yes, you were. Um, but you have to let it sit for a little bit and realize that Emmanuel Quickly is a free agent at the end of the year. They already agreed that they weren't going to pay him, probably weren't going to pay him anyway. R.J. Barrett is very flaky, sick, can go for six for 23 yeah. one night and then have a pretty decent night the next. And um, it prob- if you look at the greater landscape of it, he probably didn't compliment Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson as well as he should have. Right. And on top of that, you just throw in 
um, a, sec- a, a second round pick for next year, which is nothing because they have a bunch of first round picks already. So looking at it now, I kind of like it. You bring in a defender in here who could also has has a higher three point percentage. You know, RJ Barrett wasn't good from three either. So you bring him in, he's going to fit nicely into Tom Thibodeau's scheme, which is a lot of defense. Um, he prides himself in uh, in the, in the you know. Just defense and de- yes, there you go. That was a better way to put it than where I was headed. Yeah, I think um, that's a but good yeah. Um, what were your immediate thoughts? Was it like just reading? Just reading it, you're just like, whoa. Well, I think I had the same immediate. It was very abrupt. Did. Yeah, I was like those are two very recognizable names for people that live in New York: Manuel Quickly and RJ Barrett. Yes. Um, and to see both of them, both, both home, like of the, right. both like you know, like we drafted them, we Home's molded them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And people really thought, especially because. Uh, He's still with the team that RJ was going to be this kind of corner piece to, you know, hopefully a Knicks team that might go out one day and win a championship. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's not going to be the case, but I think uh, Ananobi is a, is a piece that you needed to bring in. Um, you know, you don't. You need a compliment, like a pretty, uh, like you need a solid compliment for Brunson. For sure. And Randall. For sure. And, you know, if he's going to fit Tom Thibodeau's schemes, like this this regime has done a pretty solid job yeah. up to this point. We should. I feel like we have. Don't have much of a reason yet to doubt them at all. No. Um, it's, it's just seeing the names, and it's just like eye-opening that that trade without, happened yeah, at that point doubt. in time. But at the same time, it's like, and, and there's not a ton of pressure on Anunoby either. Fucking Randall's going to go out there and, and pour in fucking 39 points a game. Yeah, but here is, uh, so where I stand with it, I've, I've come around on it, right? So it's all, it's all going to be okay, and mm-hmm. he's already played well coming over here. All will be well. Um, and he still has yet to like fit into everything. Still, you know, he's still you know getting into his first couple games. Um, but I, I don't blame Knicks fans for thinking they got fleeced either, um, because here's the thing with the Knicks: they've always been rumored to get big players. Mm-hmm. We we all know we can go back to where they're going to get Zion, they're going to get Kyrie, they're going to get Durant. This is going to be the no the big three. They're always interested in getting Zach Levine every three months. They wanted Andre Drummond for a while. Mm-hmm. They wanted to get Anthony Davis. What other names out there? We were thinking they were going to sign Giannis when he became a free agent mm-hmm. and sign him to a max deal or, or trade to, or trade for him. It's just like it's a constant. What they want to Demar Derozan mm-hmm. could still be coming to the Knicks at some point in time. It's just over and over names are thrown out there and they don't make a move like that. And they have assets, and they use it to get a player like OG Ananobi, where you think you could have gotten a lot more, which a lot of people still do think they should have gotten a lot more. Um, it's just a constant, like, here's the the other thing is, how do we know that the assets they have currently is going to get them a superstar, or they're going to get, like, a mid-tier dude and think he's going to magically fit into this defensive system that Tom Thibodeau has, and he'll be a superstar that way? Like, Jalen Brunson was worth everything you could have gone for him, but... Maybe it is what they think they have with them, but I'm just saying it's just I'm not going to say false promises or anything, but there's just always like we're going to trade for a superstar, and it just hasn't happened. But that's not them saying that necessarily. That's a lot of times that's a fan base speculating that oh everybody wants to play in the no dude no Brian Windhorst is like there's a lot of interest from Nick. Like come on, he's not in the Knicks front office. No, just some guy who's trying to fucking stir the pot. But there's so many teams out there. Like this this team is interested in this player, and they go out and get them. Rumors though, bro. I, like at the end of the day, it's like how we, how do we know for sure that at any point in time, fucking Donovan Mitchell was ever going to come to New York? Yeah, that he was ever even thinking about it. We yeah. don't. I'm sure he was. Yeah, because it was reported on enough. But there was this chance that he never even fucking considered it. I don't know. I just need to see who the hell they're going to trade for. Okay. And if it's the superstar caliber, I think it's going to be yeah, like, that, come on. Okay, I get that, but they're not going to tell you before they tell everybody else. No, absolutely not. But it's just like it's just a, like just knowing you gave up those assets. Yeah. It's tough. And, like, it's tough to where is this going to go? Because here's my thing with this, right? Again, like the trade. But Julius Randle still could be an asset. All those first-round picks could still be an asset. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what are we going to flip this into? Right. This isn't the end for them yet. Um, so they're going to make a mo- another move at some point. Who it's knows? Like, okay, so here's but, a hypothetical. Would you have rather just gotten rid of Julius then as opposed to quickly and Barrett? Kind of. But, I mean, it's all part of the system, so right. I get it. But here's the other thing with Tom Thibodeau, and this is where I was headed towards. This guy's never won a championship. Mm-hmm. So how do we know he's making a championship team out of this? We don't. Is defense is defense where this league is headed these days? He's always just been a really good head coach. Is defense coach. is where is is defense where the NBA is going these days? No. Or is it shooting the three ball? It's shooting the three ball, scoring a lot of points, baby. Yeah. 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 You know, and they're get, and they're getting players in there, but I'm just saying, I don't know. Like, I don't know if this is all Leon Rose making the moves or if they're all involved as they should be, but. To fit, if you're catering to for this to fit Tom Thibodeau's schemes, 
and it doesn't work out for you, it's just not going to look good. Because this guy, this guy hasn't won a chip. What are we basing it off of? What are we basing it off of? But, you know, I, you got to be aggressive and make, and make kind of gutsy moves when you want to when you want to break There's a bigger ground. picture coming. I just haven't drawn it in my head yet and I don't know I where it's headed. Right now I like where we're at still. I'm okay now. When it first happened, I was I was a little upset as everyone else was. Mm-hmm. I just want to see where this goes. Who are you trading for? Once that trade happens, the picture will be drawn out a little more clearer for me that's in the distant future for me right now. I can't see since. it. They've They've been they've been winning. They've been great. Yeah, they've been great. So, yeah. They definitely it's pride themselves like, in like you're rebounds, rebounds, defense. Right. That's that's their huge thing right now. Right. No, I, and I, and they're a team year in and year out that's always going to be like a five six seed. Mm-hmm. They've been five seeds for the past couple of years, and they could probably win about fifty games over five hundred still. But when's the next step coming? I don't know. I would like to see what they do with these assets mm-hmm. moving forward and what what they could do. And Time you know. Tell. All right, so let's get into our picks fairly quickly. So, past couple of weeks, haven't done the show. Had to do a little bit of math. Yeah. Uh, still have a lot of math to do. So, what we're going to do this week is just pick straight up for week 18. Mm-hmm. It's the final week. Mm-hmm. Regroup for the playoffs. Um, I will just say, l- though, on the surface, it, it might be close. Yes, because I wrote it down. I wrote down what picks we had and what hit and what didn't. It right. could be very close. I had a push here. I had a three-point a three pick and a two-point pick hit. You went. I had a five-point weekend. You had, yes. And so, this looking looking back on it, this could be a very, very close game. We'll see. So we'll let you guys know. It'll be in the graphic when we uh, when we put up that graphic. Yes, so. yeah. Um, but, Tough uh, keeping up with these picks, dude. I know. It's hard. Well, because we've been on vacation. So, like, so like here's a fu- you know, funny story. Sunday afternoon, the Eagles are, like, through a quarter, and, and Eric <laughs> And we're tech, like, oh, shit. Eric texts us. He's like, fuck, dude. Yeah, and so we had to pick the 4 so o'clock. we could only late. pick the 4 o'clock. But that ended up blessing it you did. at the end it of the did. day I because, think, because for well. yes, for last week, uh, Justin hit, what did you hit on? You hit on everything. Did I? I think so. I went three for three last week. I believe you did, dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. I had a five-point week and a six-point week sprinkled in. Dude. Yeah, dude. But I had my you. but I had my three point play there. That's so even fine, then, it's I like might be beating you. you. Might be none of us. I don't think we've had a th- all right, uh, gotten all. I think I've had one all three this year. Nice. So good. I don't know. I don't know. But that's where we're, that's where we're at right now. We'll do the math. Um, so I'll go first real quick. Uh, so my one point play is going to be the Texans minus one and a half at the Colts. Um, I figured I might as well throw in a game that's actually going to mean something in week 18. It's a win and end game for them. Um, I want to see CJ Stroud perform and uh, see him in the playoffs, see what he does there. So that's my one point play. Um, my two point play is going to be the Titans plus three and a half versus the Jaguars. And these next two picks I'm going to tell you is solely because these uh, Mike Vrabel, uh, and the coaches I'm going to name had um, pretty angry press conferences. Yeah. Um, so I think Mike Rabel's pretty pissed. And uh, Tank Campbell's for sure pissed. My, uh, that's my next pick. Yeah. So I have, the tit- <laughs> I have the Titans plus three and a half versus the Jaguars, solely based on Mike Rabel's anger. And my three-point play is going to be the Lions minus three and a half versus the Vikings. Because um, we didn't even get into Dan that. Camp- no, we fucked. didn't get into that. But we'll, we'll quickly touch on it for a second. So that, the reason they're my three-point plays is Dan Campbell's pissed. Yeah. So is the whole city of Detroit yeah. that they're not probably not going to get a home playoff game this year. Probably yeah. definitely. Um, and and it's, so, it's solely due to the fact that the, official re- up. the, the referees messed. He reported. Uh, he reported. He reported. Yeah, and there's billboards there's like around three, Detroit right like now that say Decker reported. You have Goff sending him over to report. You have him literally talking to the referee. There's a video of him talking to the referee before the play. I mean, the, the refs fucked up. The refs yeah, fucked up. no, they did. So, All right, your turn. What are you going to do? Uh, one point play this week is going to be the Bills minus three at Miami. Uh, Bills are fighting for the playoffs. They've won four straight. They are streaking. And, um, yeah, I just don't see a playoffs this year without, without Josh Allen and the Bills in it. Uh, mm. in, in the AFC side of things. So I got the Bills minus three uh, in Miami. That's my one-point play. Uh, my two-point play, Commanders plus 13 and a half uh, at home against the Cowboys. Cowboys haven't been great on the road all year, but in reality, this is just my petty pick of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, because if the Cowboys win, they win the division, and I can't have You don't win. want that, yeah. But they're, they're going to win the game. I'm not saying they'll lose. I'm just saying I think the I think the Commanders can cover a two-touchdown spread here. So that's what I'm going on my two-point play. And my three-point play is going to be the Buccaneers minus four and a half uh, at um, Carolina. Bucks can lock up the division on the road. So I, I just I just went with the same strategy as you. There's going to be a lot of teams out there that don't give 100% this weekend yeah. in terms of who they're playing and then just the overall uh, 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 effort on the field. Yeah. 
Tricky um, week. A lot of rough starters so resting. So just make sure to pick three games that actually matter here. Gotcha. Okay, so we'll go through Will and Ricky's lock of the week. Will is going to go with the Giants plus five and a half versus the Eagles. Take that how you want, Justin. Uh, Ricky, however, is going to play the Rams plus four at the Niners. Uh, the Rams are actually starting Carson Wentz mm-hmm. and are – Benching a lot of people. So we'll see how that goes. (laughs) I'm sure the Niners are doing the same exact thing. Um, But, yeah, yeah, so that's going to do it for our picks for Week 18. How about that? Episode 92 came and went. Came and went. Yeah. Yeah. We tried to keep it tight today. We did not. No, no, not at all. (laughs) But there's going to be a lot of editing involved. So... Uh, but we'll be back next week, uh, episode 93 coming up next week. We'll have a uh, national championship reaction, uh, college that is, week 18 reaction going into uh, week one of the play. They don't take a week off before they start the playoffs, do they? No. For college? No, for NFL. They before they start the playoffs? No. no, they go right into it. They go right into it. Right, right into it. So, and then we'll get uh, that uh, that opening round, that uh, wild card round of the uh, of the playoffs previewed for you as well. Yeah. So uh, make sure to give us a rating review, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Guys Behind the Glass, TikTok, Guys Behind the Glass. See some more video content on there. And that's going to do it. Eric and Justin, and we'll see you on the next one. He's holding my hand for those of you listening. So that's where we're at. All right, bye. <laughs>